0: You're listening to The Happy Hour with Nick Sainert and Enrique alvarez Clery on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Back here on The Happy Hour, 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. Nick Sainert and Enrique alvarez Clary are with you today. 402-464-5685, the Honda Lincoln Hotline, the Starter hammond Text line. We get this. Off the text line, they've developed Cam Juergens. Remember when he would snap every other ball over the quarterback's head? Yeah, that's what I was saying is in, in the first segment, that's what I was kind of talking about, Enrico agreed with me is you didn't hear much about Cam Juergens this season because he was doing his job, which was
1: a pleasant surprise. It's always a good season for an offensive lineman when you don't have to talk about them. Yeah.
0: Let's uh let's go to the Honda of Lincoln Hotline. Erin Sorensen of Hale Varsity joins us as she does every Wednesday. Aaron, hello. Sorry, we're sorry we got to you a couple minutes late. How's everything going? How dare you? I, I was, know. Like, gonna hang up. Don't, no, I'm kidding. I'm, I'm not. Good, I, I wouldn't you? be surprised. Oh, well, okay, but <laughs> yeah, no, we we're all good. No. Um, how, I guess so. I hope I hope you uh, had a good Thanksgiving. But I'm I'm curious about what happened on Friday. So, uh, Logan Smothers, obviously his first start for Nebraska. What was kind of your just takeaway? Uh, seeing Logan Smothers. I mean, obviously, they kind of simplified the offense a little bit for him, which made him um, settle into a groove, but down the stretch, struggled a little bit. So what was your takeaway from Logan Smothers' performance on Friday?
2: You know, I'll say I thought that he did – like there was that video that got shared not long after the game concluded of um, him with his head down, and, like, you could tell he was – pretty disappointed in how things ended in that game. But I thought overall he played really well, especially considering this was his first start. Um, This was his first full game that he was asked to manage. And he did so against a good Iowa team. Now I've seen plenty of people who want to argue about how good Iowa's defense was or was not. And regardless, it does not matter when this is your first outing um, if there's a lot of nerves that go into that and to have that be against a, a team like Iowa, a team that is very good at what it does. Like Iowa, like Wisconsin knows what it needs to do. And that can be a lot for anyone to go up against. But I mean, overall, he was what, like 16 of 22 on his passing. He had 199 yards. He had a couple of, um, he rushed for like 60 some yards too. He had some touchdowns. Like, I think overall, he, he did what was asked of him. Did he have some errors? Sure. Um, were they all entirely his fault? No. Um, are there some things he would love to get back? Absolutely. But at the end of the day, I, I think he did a pretty good job.
0: We're, we're speaking to Aaron Sorensen of Hale Varsity. Now let's move forward um, into what Nebraska has lying ahead in terms of the football program. As the off season approaches, Marvin Scott entered the transfer portal. Um, yesterday afternoon, it was announced what are their biggest needs this off season that they'll not only be able to get out of the transfer portal, but also just, I mean, the recruiting um, whenever this new offensive staff finally gets announced?
2: Yeah. Great. Great question. Cause uh, yeah, there's going to be a lot of <laughs> um, attrition that yeah. will continue. Like that shouldn't surprise anyone. I think we're kind of seeing uh I'm not just talking to Nebraska. I think the transfer portal is um, going to be chaotic more than ever. Uh, You know, there are some spots on defense, like when you talk about replacing uh, players like um, JoJo Doman, Cam Taylor Britt. Are there players on this team right now that can replace them? Absolutely. But you need to be able to build some depth. Um, You need to build some competition. So I think those are some areas where you could be looking at linebacker. You could be looking at – corner or just really any any defensive back i guess with the number of uh players that have moved on from this team at this point so the defense there's some areas on offense i do think nebraska is still seeking those playmakers so when you look at i I think tight ends okay but you know Mm -hmm. i don't think they'd be upset if there was a running back or a wide receiver um some playmakers that want to look into it i mean they'll be looking at depth honestly in the quarterback room, especially, depending on what Adrian Martinez does for the next year. So there's a number of spots, and this isn't a big recruiting class to begin with. So I think they're going to be leaning heavily on the transfer portal and also junior college recruiting.
1: We're speaking with Aaron Sorensen of Hale Varsity. Aaron, you kind of mentioned it. They're going to be looking at the transfer portal for a quarterback. You know, depending on what Adrian Martinez does. But we were speaking earlier, and, and we think even if Adrian Martinez does decide to come back, that maybe this coaching staff still looks in the transfer portal and tries to get a quarterback out of there to come here and and maybe push for the starting job, or maybe you know have that starting job while Adrian. Uh, recovers to to you know full health, uh, e- even if that takes to towards the beginning of the season. Uh, what what are your feelings on that?
2: Yeah, I actually think you're right. I, I, I agree with you because we also don't know what the future looks like for say Logan Smothers. Um, could Logan look at transferring? Possibly. It's it's hard to know um, what the future looks like for this quarterback room. But right now, uh, even with Adrian, if Adrian opts to return, you're still looking at a room that is Adrian. Uh, Logan Smothers and Heinrich Harburg, obviously. Um, you have um, Richard, is it Richard Torres? Am I, yes, am yes. I, Richard Torres. Yeah, sorry, my brain just like, totally just like. All good. Went, like, just like, you ha- if anyone ever wants to know, like my mind just went black for a moment. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, you'd have players, but I think you could argue that maybe there's not a lot of depth there because um, Heinrich hasn't had any playing time um logan's playing time is still limited although he has more playing time thanks to that iowa game and a couple of you know garbage times uh this season as well but yeah i mean there's some there's going to be some big names in the transfer portal so if if you're scott frost and you can make the case for one of those quarterbacks to transfer to Nebraska, potentially challenge adrian or challenge logan Competition is not a bad thing. Competition breeds better quarterbacks. And so if there is somebody who wants to come and buy for that spot, I don't think you say no. I don't think you can.
0: Aaron, Aaron are, are we surprised that we haven't heard more decisions or more or found out about more attrition yet? I mean, cause Monday really felt like it, I mean, it was, it was a holiday transfer portal day. Right. Um, mm-hmm. and, and stuff like that. And, I'm kind of like personally. I'm surprised that we haven't learned of not necessarily only Adrian Martinez's decision, but just guys, other guys that have decided to move on from from Nebraska football. Are you in that same boat, or, or are you not too concerned about it right now?
2: I'm not surprised. I would say I'm hesitant. I I would, I, I don't know if I should be concerned yet or not. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm not surprised, and the reason why is is because. Key hires have not been made. I think there are a number of players on this roster that are probably waiting to see who their position coach is going to be, waiting to see what is the person coming in, what what does their offense looks like look like. If you are somebody who's trying to decide what your future is, you want to know who that offensive coordinator is and the type of offense they run. Is it going to be fitting for you? If it's not, you might get your name in the transfer portal. Maybe you stick around through spring to see how you might fit and then transfer if that's not the right thing. I think you're seeing some delayed transfer possibilities for nebraska because they're waiting to see what this what the offensive coordinator is going to look like who what i mean what their offense is going to look like who are they going to bring with them do they potentially bring any players with them that want to transfer to nebraska because they're here that's the part for me where like a lot of this feels delayed Mm -hmm. because we don't know what those coaching spots look like right now and i think that could mean a we could see more transfers for Nebraska at a later date.
0: I, I guess let me let me just kind of put it simple, simple as can be. I mean, what's taken so long for this, to find a staff? I mean, is it possible that they're still playing their seasons? Is that um, possibly the holdup, or, or why is it taking so long for, for Nebraska to fill these these positions?
2: I think it's. I think there's a couple of things at work here. I think one, like you just said, some of these coaches are still um, actively in their seasons. And because of that, they are maybe not willing to move forward yet or their their negotiations are taking longer. I also think the coaching carousel is absolutely bonkers mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. And I think people that may have been interested and available two weeks ago, even one week ago, maybe aren't so much anymore. I know one name that I saw a whole bunch of Nebraska fans talking about is someone like Graham Harrell. Um, could he have been Nebraska's offensive line coach? Possibly. But the thing I will say is he also could like I could see a guy like Lincoln Riley being really interested in retaining him at USC or maybe he goes to Texas Tech like the the big changes in all of these coaching these open roles mean that jobs that may not like coaches that may not have had a ton of options even a week ago suddenly have a whole lot of options today. And for that reason, I think you're probably seeing a little bit of that is Nebraska is going to have to step up and compete against some programs like USC, like LSU. Um, Insert random school that is inevitably going to be without a head coach and that's going to shake up everything. That changes things. So when Nebraska fired the four offensive coaches, when it did, Nebraska was ahead of the game. A lot has changed in that period of time, and I think that's a big reason. Is you're, you're basically seeing the competition in the coaching carousel just take off, and that could put Nebraska in some interesting spots as it looks to kind of rebuild the staff.
1: Oh, we're speaking with Aaron Sorensen of Hale Varsity. Aaron, uh, enough with football. Let's move on to basketball, specifically the women who are seven and zero going to Wake Forest to take on the seven and zero Demon Deacons. What what are we looking for in this game?
2: Um, sorry. Say that one more time. I was reading an email on (laughs) volleyball.
1: (laughs) Uh, Nebraska women are going to Wake Forest. Take on the Demon Deacons. Both teams are seven and zero. What can we expect from this game?
2: Oh my gosh! For the record, because of this, if anyone's like we're in the off season, we are absolutely not. You have volleyball with NCAA tournaments. You have both basketball teams. There's wrestling. There's so much stuff. So I apologize. Literally, just was looking at NCAA. Like it just came. (laughs) I apologize. That's That's all right. Right now, that's okay. Um. Uh, this this game for Nebraska, Nebraska's women's team is going to be. I think I said this heading into the weekend in San Diego, which they really they really handled well. But this is definitely the biggest test. Like Nebraska has done what it's needed to do against teams that against everybody it's played so far. But this Wake Forest is also is you've got two undefeated teams. Um, Wake Forest has one of the best defenses in this country it's it's going to challenge Nebraska. So, you know, Nebraska is going to have to limit turnovers. So that's going to be a big part of it. You, you can't turn the ball over too many times to a team that is as good at defense as Wake Forest is. So that'll be a key. And then they're just going to have to like, just play their game. I, I, I said that heading into this last weekend, don't get, don't get out of sorts when things get tough, just play, play that, play their game, stay committed to their game and just play smart. And, I think this is a really special team. They have proven that they're very good. Um, this is gonna, this is gonna be a good one. Um, and even on, I'm just gonna say, if for some reason they come out of this seven and one, what they will gain from this is astronomical. So hey, if they come out eight zero, oh, amazing. If they don't, there's still a ton to gain here.
0: Yeah, absolutely. A lot, a lot of season left for both men's and women's. All right, Aaron, appreciate the time. As always, we will talk to you next week.
2: I appreciate it, and thank you for bearing with my brain just
0: blank. <laughs> we're, we're all we're all in the same boat. It's it no happens not,
1: to me literally all of the time. Yeah,
0: yeah. Rico's <laughs> like that all the time. Appreciate it as always, Aaron. Talk to you later. Bye. That is Aaron Sorensen of Hail Varsity. All right, let's take our final timeout. Um, it's Spotify rap season, so what Rico, happened? I'm going to tell you my Spotify rap. We'll uh, do that and close out the show next on the Happy Hour